The podcast you're listening to is a part of the Between the Lines Studios Network. To find more great podcasts, please visit www.betweenthelinesstudios.com. Arrested Development, Season 1, Episode 3, Bringing Up Buster. Michael spends quality time with Buster. George Michael auditions for a school play to get closer to maybe. Joe breaks up with his girlfriend and has nowhere to go. Now the story of four people, where three of them had never seen Arrested Development before and the one person who had no choice but to fix that. Bluthcast. Welcome to Bluthcast. I'm Kelly Joe. I'm Ryan. I'm Katie. I'm John. And I'm Tabs. Hello, Tabs. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. How you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Freezing. <laughs> Freezing. Awesome. I bet most of the country wishes they were freezing now. Yeah. Uh, down here we definitely do. Yeah, it was start it start it started to rain as I was walking home and I was like, it's cold. Oh. There's some major thunderstorm going outside my house right now. Oh boy. That's a- we don't lose you. <laughs> We've been having 90 degree weather straight. It's not fun at all. But we're I'm used to cool. it. <laughs> I'm nice and cool. I live by the beach in Los Angeles. So Nice. Aren't you fancy? No. I am fancy. <laughs> and shiny and all those good words. <laughs> yeah. Shiny. John, <laughs> your weather? Uh, same as before. Hot. Ah, good update. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. You love the weather guy from Family Guy. It's gonna rain! <laughs> <laughs> so, we actually have listener feedback! Yes! What? Yay! We got one email from BJ Anderson. It says, Hey guys, I'm enjoying the podcast so far because it is allowing me to enjoy this series with fresh eyes. Anyway, Bringing Up Buster is a pretty awesome episode. I hope it, that it showed a different light to Buster, especially the scenes with the four kids bagging on Lucille. I thought the whole high school play slash sort of incest storyline was awkward, but still really funny, which I guess is the kind of comedy the Arrested Development does. When will George Michael realize that dating maybe is wrong, not just because she was his cousin, but because she seems to be becoming a master manipulator like her mother and grandmother? Did anyone notice that Portia de Rossi seemed to go back to her Australian accent during the two phone, during the two phone conversations with Lucille? I've been thinking she had been doing a pretty good job hiding her accent so far. I do enjoy how it seems with two non-pilot episodes that all the storylines kind of seem to merge into one another. I also love, love how Arrested Development does visual jokes with what the camera does or doesn't show you. My favorite example is after the whole Michael-slash-Lucille-slash-Buster confrontation, and the camera zooms out to show the full boardroom, and the one guy says, Can we go now? Pretty perfect. Keep up the good work. I might be talking to you guys soon. <laughs> yes, I love that little uh, little visual gags that they did with the uh, the cameras. Yeah, but yeah, that, was just... that wasn't the first time they did it in this episode, though. Like every time they were talking about Buster, Buster was always in the room. Yeah, yeah. It, it seemed to be it seemed to be a running gag, and that I I like I I chuckled at once. I smiled the second time, and I think by the third time I was like, all right, come on. <laughs> Let's move along, please. 
Yes, we get it. (laughs) But I think that was the point, like, for Arrested Development especially, like, how ridiculous is it that these people are having conversation with him right there? Or just having these very personal family discussions in public with no real, you know, (laughs) paying attention to the... uh, The rest (laughs) of the people in the room. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it, it also points out how, like, Buster has to be following somebody. He can't ever be by himself. He's a codependent person. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, I think. I think for me, you know, typically in comedy, the rule of three generally works. But I, I think my problem was was that it was in, it, you know within twenty minutes. Like it's a little would have been nice to space those out. Yeah. Well, I think part of it was I don't think it was supposed to be funny. I think they're breaking. They're trying to break sitcom rules. Mm. And I think that rule of three is one of them that they're trying to break. I think it's supposed to be awkward because Buster is super awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Buster has like Tourette's. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it's almost. I, I, I don't want to say Asperger's because I know a few Asperger's people. It's not like that, but it's the same sort of social awkwardness. I would but, describe it as he has symptoms of Asperger's, but not Asperger's. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's leaning that way. <laughs> He's Aspergiesque. <laughs> Yay, new word. Yeah. <laughs> Words are fun. <laughs> Let's make them up. Cool cool endings to them just like Joss. Yeah. Yep. Yay, Buffy speak. <laughs> so to the Facebook group for our feedback. Let's take a look see peek. Desiree says, Buster is my favorite character. And I gotta say Buster is probably one of my favorites in the, at least in this episode. Mm. I like Nick's comment. My nominee for booth of the week for bringing up Buster, the cornballer. <laughs> it's a member of the family. <laughs> Missy says, "I heart maybe." She's alone on that because I, <laughs> I still oh, don't. I heart, I heart yeah, maybe. And- I think I George Michael is maybe, too. I mean, she's not completely alone. <laughs> her parents don't seem to heart maybe all that much. No. <laughs> I don't think her parents heart anything. Mm. Well, things, maybe. People, no. Well, they hurt themselves. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> well, actually, Tobias probably doesn't love himself. Yeah, especially since uh, lots of crying in the shower. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Karen says, episode three made Tobias my favorite character. But I think Buster is a close second. He's so pathetic and it's hilarious. Taryn is a is a fellow noob like you three. Yay. Yay. Hooray. <laughs> Yay for noobness. Noobs. Yay for not being alone. <laughs> <laughs> Heidi. Heidi Jenkins. Do you know Heidi, John? I, I don't know if you would know of her. <laughs> I, I don't know her either. Yeah, trying to be yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is it Heidi not working? <laughs> Do I know Heidi? <laughs> well, Heidi says, "Just finishing episode one. Great job, guys. Surprised by some things you didn't like, but I'm sure the, the love I have for certain characters came later. We'll see. Yeah, mm-hmm. they'll have to work hard to to earn my affection." <laughs> Shall we get into the Bluth family meeting? Sure. Yes, let's. Yay. Oh, wait, no, wait, we have a voicemail. Oh, yeah, from your... <laughs> the the, the oh. drunk call, yes. Yes, the oh. drunk call. Hey, Kenny, 
and all of her other friends that are doing the show. It's Kirby, whole sister, sister. We are at the beach, dog. What? <laughs> what the hell? Have you heard this yet? No. <laughs> okay. Bye, Kelly. Thank you. What? The fun part is, is that she's not what? drunk. Oh, it's Kelly, like Ryan, and Katie, and John. <laughs> that it? Okay. Hi, this is Kimmy. I like to party. I don't like to party. Actually, I do. So if you are having a party, you can't invite me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it eats. <laughs> Okay, bye. So that happened. <laughs> yeah, so we we received that voicemail. Yeah. I'm sure whoever sent that voicemail is really ashamed of themselves. Because yeah. they thank, got me all excited. Thank you, about, question mark? <laughs> got me all excited about, you know, oh, we got a voicemail, we got a voicemail. Yeah. And then we get that. Yeah. And it's like, it's just, oh, hi, Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Oh, and... Who are the other people? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bird. So, I'd be careful, Kelly. I think this person really has a thing for you, and it's going to follow you around and want to do stuff with you all the time. Just be like a buster. <laughs> Actually, I think this person kind of hates me, and that's why oh, they left awful. this voicemail. Or they, well, they love me, but they like to irritate me, so they'll leave voicemails on the podcast hotline to uh, annoy me. Well, then it's it's totally fits with the podcast about family members who annoy each other all the time. Yeah. Well, the way I tell people I love them is I stab them. <laughs> yes. Well, that's what, face? The, that's what sane people do, John. They stab them? Yes. Oh. In the face. Wow. Yeah, okay, I'm just being insane then, because I haven't done that in a long time. You don't love anybody, Ryan. <laughs> I hate everyone. With a fiery, burning passion. Especially do you. Do you heart yourself? No. No, good. Don't stab yourself in the face. That's just awkward. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to your face? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I pissed myself. I got too off. close to me. <laughs> I tried to hug myself and found out I had a pin in my hand. Uh oh. That's kind of a Comic Con 2010 reference. Oh, that's so yes. 2010. So 2010. It's the only San Diego Comic Con I've been to. I'm going to hold on to it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's so Hall H. <laughs> okay. Now let's go to the Blues family meeting. All right. <laughs> All right. So, the cornballer. Oh, the cornballer. Yeah. How surprised were you when uh, Richard Simmons showed up? I cheered. That <laughs> it's <laughs> hilarious. I know. I was like, "Oh, it makes sense." Seventies, really corny infomercial, makes sense. 
<laughs> I, one of my earliest memories, my mom had a, a Richard Sw- Richard Simmons sweating to the oldies tape. I remember nice. those. <laughs> so anytime I see him, it's just, you know, flashback to childhood for me. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say anytime you think of Richard Simmons, you think of your mother. <laughs> That's a weird oh, association. She did have curly hair for a while. <laughs> So what exactly were like the the cornballer? So like, what exactly were they making? Was it just like I kind of picture as like hush puppies, only with a lot of corn in it? Yeah. Okay, that's that's kind of what I was thinking. It's like it's kind of like fried cornbread dough, you know? Yeah, we just called that fried cornbread. Yeah, that's (laughs) or you can call it that. Yeah. But remember, this is the 70s. It has to be corny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I started thinking there for a while. Tobias was actually a pretty good shrink, and then never mind. Because <laughs> he started saying something that made sense, and then he just kept going, and the more he talked, the stupider it sounded. Yeah, well, it's, and then, it's and then proceeded not to follow his own advice. Yeah. yeah. It's funny you bring up Tobias because um, I, in the previous episode of the podcast, like I was concerned uh, when finding out about this episode. I thought, okay, I'm not going to enjoy this because it's going to be a lot of Buster and it's going to annoy the crap out of me. <laughs> I didn't mind so much. I was surprised to find myself annoyed by Tobias. Really? Annoyed? Yeah. Yeah, like, I just, I don't know, like, he was just really obnoxious, and I just was like, shut up, Tobias, go away. (laughs) But, like, performance-wise, I thought, you know, David Cross was killing it, but it just, the character, I just, I was like, dude, stop, stop, please stop. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but his reaction to the review is amazing, where he's like, what does sophomore so-and-so know? Tracy Hall. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and then crying. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) <laughs> he seems, he seems to do that a lot, crying in the shower. Um, so, I kind of, I like Ryan. I thought Brian, Tobias and Lindsay were actually making really good points. And then they kept talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, did they started that, sounding sane. <laughs> they did that thing where their mouths were moving. And there was sound coming out. Yeah. yeah. They might want to look into that. Your mouth is talking. You might want to look into that. Well, I've got to say, Tobias looks classy in a robe. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of robe action going on, too. Because uh, Job was in a robe this episode, too. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting in the I office think putting that... toast in the shredder. Yes, I thought I thought that's what is he putting bread in yeah. the shredder? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I was like, why exactly is he shredding he toast? Well, if it's wheat was it, bread, he was it could toast be or just bread? I couldn't tell. Well, if it's wheat bread, he could be trying to make shredded wheat. Uh-huh. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> Cornballer jokes. Yeah. I understand. Ryan, I you're officially you're becoming the Robin of this podcast. <laughs> okay, does that mean I get to go on a whole bunch of other podcasts? Well, he's about to have a kid in a couple weeks, so I don't know if you want to be the are Robin. Are not enough for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Well, are you going to drop cast So the show Arrested Development, it's a really yeah. good show. You people should watch it. 
Um, While the okay. main host of this show bicker. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Buster goes when normally he would be going through sleep deprivation studies. Really? Well, he did. Well, right. he, was, he was doing grad school, but because he's Buster, they used him as the subject test. Yeah, since he probably wasn't smart enough to do any of the research. Basically just a <laughs> guinea pig, yeah. But there's other things, too, not just the sleep deprivation. Like, you know, that's where that's he would be taking, like, when his... He went uh, on an archaeological dig. Yeah, right. archaeology. And then he did a sleep deprivation study in France. Right. Whatever. Yeah. For an exchange. <laughs> that's how he learned his cartography and, you know, all those other things from the pilot. Steve, oh, Surprised me about uh, about Buster was uh, the fact that he managed to build that bicycle. Yes, yeah, not very despite, well. You know, not, well, despite <laughs> well, not having he, brakes. Yeah, that was the only thing he missed. I was like, wow, like it's like, he can actually ride it. I was expecting it to fall apart or something the minute somebody got on it. <laughs> I was like, okay, hey, well, works. It, it, it came with instructions, so it was telling him what to do. So I think he that probably he probably helped himself. Yeah, you're probably right. There was a lot of banging, though, involved. <laughs> a lot more than I remember well, in, in making yeah. a bicycle. And, and avoiding Buster, microwaves. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, how cheap is Michael? Like, I understand that, you know, the family is going through a lot of economic hardships, but if you're going to... But, you know, you're preaching to everyone that they need to cut their spending budgets. You know, that dress probably costs just as much as that bike costs. I don't know. Knowing, knowing, knowing Lindsay, Lindsay. Yeah. the dress is probably really expensive. It's probably worth more than the bike. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I mean, you could get a bike like that at Walmart for 50 bucks. That's true. For some reason, I forgot that bikes are actually kind of cheap. I was thinking. <laughs> they can well, be. If you, yeah, they can be, but you could also go to a bike store and get a really good one for a lot of money. Yeah, I remember it's not until it's not until he wants to win George Michael back that he actually goes and springs for a bike. Right. Like he's he's cheap enough not to do it when George Michael first says he needs help, but when it comes to his relationship with his son, then he springs for it. Yeah. Just remember everyone's inherently selfish and just gonna take money from the company for their own needs. <laughs> Stealing from the company kitty. Yep. You know, you, John, you said you still aren't liking Maybe. I actually wrote down I'm liking Maybe a little bit more with this theater thing because she's acting a little bit more like a, a typical girl. Mm. She's not, you know, being the, the typical a typical teenage girl. Yeah, I mean, it's she's, she's maybe I maybe I don't maybe boy. I don't like maybe I don't like teenage girls. Oh, <laughs> well, John. Well, you okay, are, ain't okay, John. Wow. <laughs> Say that on a podcast with three girls who were teenage girls at one point. And one that uh, still technically is. Actually, yes. two. Oh. <laughs> Grow up already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. I hate most teenage girls, too. Uh, but but I, she, There's a, a cute boy, and she's going to do whatever she can to to get him to notice her. You know, I, Steve I Holtz. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know those girls in the background that are like, you know talking and whatever, I can tell you exactly what those conversations were. Because I am a theater kid. So, girl, 
girls auditions for her first play and she gets the lead role those girls they're probably the type of some of them are the girls that you know they worked really hard all this time to oh yeah they, 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 hated, they hated her yeah they hated her we mm-hmm. trust me yeah I, I totally understand and her dad's that the director too. yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is, it just, yeah. Nepotism! Yeah. <laughs> it makes the world go round. And it would be different if maybe actually had talent and Tobias wasn't a blowhard. Well, that helps, yeah. yeah. But how great was that scene of him getting the job? Getting the job, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let the fruit do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's like he's he's putting in like a hundred and twenty percent for these people who could care less. They're just like yeah. okay. The fact that's that it right. had one of the coaches directing a play originally, that just Right. Knowing all the athletic coaches from the high school that I went to, there's no way. <laughs> well, guys, it's just the arts. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, more important budget budget cutbacks. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, also, I wanted to notice, uh, did anybody notice, there's a very short scene where you see um, Job and his girlfriend and their family, yeah, and how awkward that scene is. Like, <laughs> like, everybody's afraid to, like, look at Job. Like, they don't want to touch each other. They're, like, pushing themselves as far away as possible from each other. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> um, Buster's beachwear is awesome. <laughs> oh, yes. gonna be a day? <laughs> I brought a change of clothes. <laughs> hey, you stole my clothes! Oh, I'm sorry. I can give you one of mine. I can give you one of mine. Katie, I have I have plenty of quotes if you need one. Okay. Stole my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Tobias is talking about how, you know, there's no passion or anything between, like, Steve and... Between Steve and Michael... George Michael. Or... And stuff like that. I'm like, have you seen a lot of high school theater? A a good portion of it? That's what the chemistry is. None. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of standing there and talking. But I don't think he's really talking about the theater now, is he? No. <laughs> Just saying. Why on Just saying there might be layers to this show that <laughs> that are so obvious they'll hit you on the head with a four by you know. Yeah. Four well, by I'm wanting to know, you know. Okay, I played football, but I was also in theater, and but that was just because I grew up with a love of theater. Why is this guy who obviously has no idea about theater? Who's the sports guy? I mean, he's got his Letterman jacket on. Why on earth is he doing theater? Because <laughs> he's Steve Holtz. Yeah, exactly. Steve Holt will do anything. Okay. He's he a jack had, of all trades. I mean, didn't you see him, like, every time somebody said something, he was just, like, so excited. Yeah. Steve Holtz. He's a very excitable person. I think he's a joiner. Yeah. He joins everything. I mean, yeah, he had no did. problem wearing a dress. This is the kind oh. of guy we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. He's very secure in himself. I'll, ga- yes. I'll grant him that. Yes. And he didn't see. Yeah, he didn't seem to uh, object to uh, to kissing George Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Either he did. I don't think he objected to anything. I think. Uh, yeah. He's, he's like, not your typical doc. It's all good. Whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> One thing I noticed both times I 
I watched it was the way the three guys there got onto the stage. Tobias did that little roll rolling over. Yeah, stage. he does that really George, awkward roll. George yeah. Michael like, does a, a, just a climb like most people do. Steve Holt just like walks up and steps onto the stage. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that tells you a lot about their characters, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Like a turtle on a on a shell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, it, it kind of it, it kind of reminded me if anybody's seen a very Potter musical. Yes, like yeah, yeah I, know, I know exactly what you're thinking. Rolling, I was Draco. just like, it's Draco, Draco. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Did somebody say Draco Malfoy. Uh, who else thinks that George Michael is totally screwed <laughs> when it comes to baby? I think George Michael's totally to screwed everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I honest, I honestly kind of wish he would just give up on that. Life or on maybe. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe. No, I, I like George Michael. I don't want him to kill himself. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's, he's oh, screwed. I'm sorry, Katie. You love ways. him, don't you? <laughs> I mean, he's, he's screwed in more ways than just maybe, though. I mean, he's got this whole family around him who's of no help. Yeah, they aren't helping at all. Yeah, but he doesn't realize that at all. He well, He likes having them around. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's just so whipped. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh dear. Well, he. I think what it is is that I think in his heart he's actually a, probably a good person, and he just assumes that everyone else is the same way. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's probably right. the only one we haven't seen very much uh, self-centeredness out of. Yeah, because and I think so. He doesn't think anyone else has that either. Right. Right. And he's the one that he's the one character that has a lot of hope. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so apparently there's strip poker strip poker in prison? Yeah. <laughs> it can only play not, two rounds. Not a lot of it. Just. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a very interesting game. Well actually it kinda is. Probably I imagine it depends on the person. Yeah, that's true. Um, so Buster spent eleven months in the oh, in the oh. womb. Eleven months, yeah. I'm like, is and there were claw marks. <laughs> I'm like, wouldn't they induce labor after like ten? <laughs> ten, nothing. At a week after due date, they're saying, um, we need to pop this out of there. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take too uh, seriously anything any of these characters say. I, if he doesn't even realize that. Buster's right there when he's talking. I don't think he was really around for the uh, pregnancy. <laughs> oh, he realized that Buster was there. He just doesn't care. He sure. Well, yes. also, Buster was napping, so it was fine. <laughs> Buster chasing the bird, I think, is so funny. That was funny! Oh, my God. Hello. <laughs> Hilarious. And I love Lucille's just standing there on the phone. And yeah, like she's not even trying to help. No. She's not even fl- 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 flustered that there's a bird in there to fly out, you know, and, like, she's so cool and calm and collected. It cracks me up. Yeah, it's funny, the things that she... It's like, a, a bird flies into her house, she couldn't care less, but, like, Buster is driving her crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, and then and then in the end it ends up that she really cares a lot about Buster, like the most. No, like, she needed someone to help zip up her dress. That's the only <laughs> reason why she wanted him back. Yeah. yeah. And she gets off on being withholding. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think she's just greatly offended by the fact that Buster would say something like that. <laughs> right. Oh, Lucille. She's used to the rest of her kids saying it, but not Buster. It's. I'm almost positive one reason she might have had Buster was because she's like, I want one kid that I can make sure will never leave me. <laughs> yeah, her little line to um, to Michael about, you know, he that little bird will leave you thing. It was like, okay. <laughs> Um, you're, you hold on pretty tight to your birds, aren't you? Dude. That's an overbearing mother. Except for Job, who she said could only stay there for three days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't give him that long. Aww. You I know, I, I said something on Twitter about, you know, not, you know, not caring for Job, and Steph Smith sent back, uh, he, he's a lovable ass. Mm-hmm. Right, maybe. So far, I think he's just an ass. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's kind of ridiculous in a an abrasive way. I think the reason at this point that I like him is that he seems more self sufficient than anybody except for Michael and George Michael. That's like, true. At least he's trying to get a job. Well, yeah. at least he has some kind of purpose in life, and he has his own place and. Well, he lives with a girlfriend, or with his mother, or with his right, brother. Right, but, but yeah, but the the bo- the brother thing was like a morning, and <laughs> the mom thing was like an afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I can see your point. I'm just. He just seems I- less pathetic to me. That's why I like him. Yeah, I think that you know one thing is like. Even though he's a part-time magician, at least he has a job. Yeah, he knows mm-hmm. what it is. He knows what he is, somewhat. Yeah, right. and, and, he's, I mean, and he's like trying to find ways to keep himself doing that. Right. Well, I, I know we never mentioned it, but back in the pilot episode on their next time on, um, he actually went and applied for the job that Michael turned down out in Arizona. Right. So yeah, he's actually you know is, is willing to look for you know real work. So yeah, I, yeah, I can kind of see. Eh, I just just don't like. Him. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, okay. I, I'm just saying it, why the, I like the character's done well. It's just that that kind of person I don't like. I'll, 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 maybe that's a better way of putting it. I, I don't I, like I don't, any of these kind of people. Yeah, if, except <laughs> for George Michael, but he's a really a pushover. So you'd eventually just not want to be his friend. Be like, dude. Just stand up for yourself. Get stand up for yourself. And one other thing I really want to bring up is that Michael acts like he's better than Lindsay and Tobias in the, mm-hmm. when it comes to parenting, but he is just as neglectful because he just wants to hear what he wants to hear. Yeah, he wa- he wants to have the ideal father son relationship, and he's trying to force it, and yeah. he's just kind of blind to all everything else. Yeah, I think the nice thing about Michael, though, is I feel like he did, at the end, learn something. That's true. Yeah, the, whereas, yeah, the end between those two was my favorite part of the episode. Yeah, whereas yeah. Uh, Lindsay and Tobias, I don't think they learned anything. Tobias, especially, I don't think he learned anything from his experience at the high school. <laughs> oh, God, no, no. <laughs> he didn't learn a thing. Why, Tracy, why? <laughs> That's my favorite scene in the whole episode. <laughs> Same here. 
Well, actually, no. The, my favorite scene is the scene where all four of the siblings are sitting in the living room having a conversation. That is what an actual yeah. family is like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was the one of the few down to earth moments in that episode. Well, I kind of like the little line there at, near the end where um, Lucille comes to grab Buster away from Michael at the boardroom. And Buster, you know, has a, a real little moment of maturity, kind of, well, semi, semi-maturity. semi Maturity for him. Yeah. For him. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and he's like, no, I'm, I want to go with Mom. You know, I, 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 the reason why I said the things I did was try to fit in with y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he made a little bit of, you know, movement forward. You know, he did say no to his mother. No, Mom, I'm going to sit on the front seat. You know, so I like that, you know. Yeah. yeah. There's a little bit of... <laughs> Real person there, and a, yeah. And like like I said, I was, I, I was expected to be to be really annoyed by Buster, but but no, I, I kind of liked the little the little victory he had for himself, the little arc yeah. that he had. Just a weird thing to point out: Buster's still doing the creepy massaging. Yes, yes. <laughs> but he's not doing it as much, so it's a little bit better. <laughs> hey, Buster. Yeah. Hey, but like when, when Job was like upset. Yeah. yeah, and it's funny because like in that instance, like Joke didn't didn't try and stop him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just sat there and just let him do it because he was so pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> I want to point out that the line that they you know the kissing line is not actually from Much Ado About Nothing. Yeah, I really? didn't re- okay. I didn't recognize it. Yeah, yes. I was like, is that really Shakespeare? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I don't think I've actually ever seen Much Do About Nothing. I've seen, like, oh, several of the awesome. other comedies, but... It's one of my favorite that's, comedies. That's the one that... Oh, never mind. Right. <laughs> um, the line is actually from As You Like It. Okay. Take your word for it. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen Comedy of Errors more times than I can count, but I haven't seen many of the others. Yeah. I've seen Midsummer more times than I can Mids- count. I've had to read Midsummer more times than I can count. But I do like, I like that bit where all three characters do that line, and then we kiss, right? <laughs> and then we kiss. And then we kiss, right? And they they ask George Michael to say his louder, and he's like, "And then we kiss, right?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I like how he just he just reads it just like this the entire time, and then we kiss, right? And he's he so puts- excited. <laughs> yes. And then they, we have that scene mirrored in the Steve Holtz, you know, when they look at the cast list, you know, Steve Holtz <laughs> says it and then maybe says it and then, and then stand in for Steve Holtz. <laughs> Steve Holtz. <laughs> and if you don't when, say Steve Holtz and put your arms above your head, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, exactly. my, my arms are right there ready yeah. <laughs> for someone else to say it. I like how, I like how it's, it, it says stand in for Steve Holtz and not stand in for the character name. Right, yes. It's like, he's that important. Steve Holt is an American idol. <laughs> well, even when like he kisses, maybe in the play, <laughs> he puts him up. Yeah, <laughs> it's, he's he celebrates everything in life. <laughs> Steve Holt. But apparently, he's not a good kisser. I really think well, maybe uh, Sanders. Well, at least not to maybe. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure every other girl would have been fine with it. Or I'm not. Who knows? Hmm. Baby's fickle. I wanted to ask, what did everybody think of uh, Lindsay's outfit in the kitchen scene? I know that, that black hat with those 
leg warmers on our arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of Glee for the whole time. I was like, oh, wait. So sorry. This isn't Glee. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. It's okay. Why? Why? Why shush? Okay. Why Have shush? you guys not seen Glee? Yeah, I've seen I, Glee. I saw the pilot episode and it just didn't appeal to me. Uh, oh, one no, of the characters... I'm, I'm, one of the characters wears those kind of uh, warmers. leg warmers on her arms. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm one a Glee. Few, one of the few good characters left on that show. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I agree. I love her. Tina. I think I also saw the episode Joss Whedon directed, but that was it. Oh, Dream On. Yeah. Yeah, with the NPHster. I, I like watched Brittany. that episode. Yeah, that's Brittany. Brittany wears leg warmers on her arms. Okay. Yeah, I had to. I had to drop the show at some point, so I'm, I'm not caught up on. I don't blame you. No, I went and saw Glee 3D the other day, and I like fangirled out. But oh, good for you. <laughs> oh, good Yay. for you. Use the f- lights. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Is that our first swear word? I can yeah, I, yeah, I've been meaning to ask that. Are, are we going, you know... You can uh, go blue, because I'm going to use the bleep that they use on the show. Okay. Oh, good. Uh, good. Very good. Yeah, but in the show, they just recite the alphabet. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> the, the, the bleeps are, are in the script, right? As, like, yeah. bleeps. Mm-hmm. As bleeps. So, like, when uh, Buster has his long swear fest, he's actually... Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently the Buster's a potty mouth. Yeah, or has, or has really bad Tourette's. No, I, well, that's, I think that's, not, that's a misconception. That's not yeah. Tourette's. Yeah, yeah they, they don't. Um, <laughs> I think it was just he had held it back so long that he had so many to say. Well, and he's yeah. been around Lucille. I get the picture. She, she. Uh, I think he got all of them from her. Really, that's probably it. Yeah, like probably, a little kid yeah. overhears their parents swearing. Uh, little Buster in the kitchen crying. Well. Well, Lucille and George Sr. are screaming those words at each other. I, I did... Oh. <laughs> Way to bring the room down. <laughs> That's wow. what I'm here for! It's just, it's just like when Buster does it and then he brings the whole room down and it's like, oh, we can't stop Well, that. we can't stop that. That's awkward. <laughs> I, uh, I, I did laugh every time uh, Michael burned himself on the, on the corn baller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Tobias... <laughs> because Tobias, he's trying so hard not to lose his composure. Mm-hmm. And that but is it's really hot. <laughs> Can someone get me an ice pack? Oh, uh! sorry. <laughs> I'm Damn sorry. it! Yeah, I think I'm down to just one now. Okay, all right. Let's. Okay. Uh, do, do you guys have anything else before I ruin it? <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. I got a backup. I'm yeah, sorry. I've got a, I've got a third. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hope we don't have the same third. <laughs> <laughs> you can say you this is why I don't like teenage girls. <laughs> you, you guys can say quotes again, even if you already said them. It's right. Yeah, no, it just there's no rule. Not saying. <laughs> We could edit them out, and then they'll seem new. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I'm just, I'm making you believe it, so it feels new to you. <laughs> All right. 
let's read the episode. Uh, I choose Ryan. Oh, yay, I get to go first. Um, I like this episode a lot. Um, just the whole Buster moving forward, the, the whole uh, play thing. I'm going to give it 9.5 bicycles. The point five is because it has no brakes. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Tabs. I give it three out of five Richard Simmons hair. Holy <laughs> <laughs> uh, I give it eight out of ten cross-dressing jocks. Oh. <laughs> John. I'm going to give it Six out of ten cornballs. Oh. Way to bring the group down. What? What'd I say? <laughs> We're all oh. giving you like eights and nines. Well, it was, it was, it was, you know, it was above average. Like it was, I, I had fun. It was good, but it wasn't, you know. Mm. Okay. Well, this is one of my favorite episodes because I just like the whole, like the scene alone where the family, like, the siblings in the living room, that just, like, that's one of the few, like, down-to-earth moments that, like, you know, have always stuck with me with the show, so I give it 10 out of 10 corn baller. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd like to change my rating to a 7, because <laughs> okay. I just remember, I just remembered the end again. <laughs> I, th- I thought that was really Peer sweet. pressure. <laughs> With Buster <laughs> jumping in the pool from the... <laughs> from the roof. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know how to get down. down. Not, the, not, the, not the very end. I was just talking about the scene between... Uh... George Michael and Michael. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So, you want to tell us how many cornballs you give this episode, you can email us at Bluthcast at gmail.com. Yes. And we have a Google voicemail, so you can call us at 419-86-BLUTH, which is 419-862-5884. You can also follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash Bluthcast. We are a quadruples.com podcast. You can comment on our show there at quadruples.com. That's quadruples with a Z. We are also a part of the between. Let's start over. <laughs> Tabs is here. You can't say it right. Yeah, I know, right? It's like the boss is here. God damn it, Kelly. <laughs> we are also a part of the Between the Line Studios. You can find more information about them over at betweenthelinestudios.com, facebook.com/slash BTL Studios, or at twitter.com/slash BTL Studios. So, Bluth slash Funke of the Week. We'll go in the same order. Ryan? Oh, yay. First again. Well, um, I just said the same order. Yeah, I know. I, I like being first. Um, <laughs> uh, for me, I had to be in between Buster and, and maybe. Uh, I got to get it to Buster, though, for because he had that little bit of, of personal growth there. You know, not much, but I, I can see, you know, a little bit more, you know, him speaking out for himself. I, I, I like the uh, forward movement. Tabs? 
I'm going to have to go with the Facebook suggestion of the cornballer. I, I really <laughs> think that that brings everyone together. It is technically a Bluth because it's a Bluth family creation. Yes, exactly. And it, Even if it's, it's been in the family for a while, obviously. And it's a tradition. And yeah. did really well in Mexico, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> it's illegal in every country, people. Don't buy one. Yeah. <laughs> if you see a cornballer at a flea market, don't buy it. But I want one. No, John. And it also apparently has a very magnetic personality because everyone has to touch it. <laughs> yeah. well, even even they know it's going to hurt them. It doubles yeah. as a deep fryer and a cauterizer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. Katie? Okay. Um, I'm going to have to be unoriginal here and go with Buster, too. Because I, I liked his little victory at the end, and he was pretty hilarious throughout the whole episode. And his, I was crying and laughing when he had the the huge swear moment. I was just, like, rolling on my bed. <laughs> Jonathan? Don't call me that. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to give it to... Michael. Okay. I, I felt I felt really bad for him for much of the episode, but I like that he was able to reconnect with his son at the end. So, aw, cute family moments. Yeah. Okay. Another reason why I gave it to Buster, just to throw this back out there, is just because I had been dogging on Buster, like the last episode, how much I just didn't like him, how he was annoying to me. I don't get him, and this one actually made me like him. So. Uh, so my Bluth of the Week is also Buster, because while at the same time, he it's just the growth, I guess, I would say. The growth that he had was just really nice to see, and that's all I have to say. So let's go to the quotes. I don't know why I'm talking like this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for non-Bluth of the Week, can we give it to Steve Holtz? Steve Holtz! Steve Holtz! Okay, so whose majority of the quotes have been taken out? <laughs> I've gone first the last two times. Let someone else go first this time. Okay. Uh, Tabs, you're our guest. You shall go first. Let me ask you something. Is this a business decision or personal? Because if it's business, I'll go away happy. If it's personal, I'll go away, but I won't be happy. It's personal. <laughs> okay. John, okay, I'll go. Oh, oh sorry. Go, no, no. Whoever wants to go, go. Huzzah! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, uh, want a candy bar? No, I'm withholding it. Look at me, getting off. <laughs> that was my second choice. She's not that Mexican, Mom. She's my Mexican, and she's Colombian or something. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's laughing, writing, and cornholing, except for Buster. Oh, yeah. About that. Isn't cornholing, like... Yeah, that's exactly... That, that's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that's a family-friendly that. show here. Yeah, yeah. PG-13, people. PG-13. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the whole point of the joke. Yeah. <laughs> what a close family. 
<laughs> okay, so Tabs, if people want to contact you, where shall they go? Um, well, they can't find me anywhere on the internet because, you know, I don't do very much <laughs> online. Uh, but if they want to get a hold of me, um, BetweenTheLineStudios.com is pretty much the place. Uh, or tabs on Twitter. Do you want to plug your book? Because I... I have a book. It's about my cats. Actually, I have two books. Uh, Jack the Kitten is Very Brave and Machi the Cat is Very Hungry. If you can tell by the titles, they're for kids. Um, <laughs> but adults seem to like them too. So the first one has pirates. The second one has food. Uh, so things that everybody likes. And you can find them at machuandjack.com. John, where can people find you? Twitter.com slash John Pavlich. J-O-H-N-P-A-V-L-I-C-H. Okay, Katie? Okay, you can find me at Twitter, at twitter.com slash katiegirl1016. That's K-A-T-I-E-G-R-R-L-1016. Ryan? All right, well, I've I've kind of followed the fold and, and started back up my Twitter account, so it's Phi Kappa 304. Uh, it's P-H-I-K-A-P-P-A-304. And you can follow me on Twitter. I'm KellyJoe562. Yep, and uh, don't forget our Facebook group, guys. <laughs> yes. It's, it's, it's Bluescast. One word. We've capital been- B, capital C. And there's a link in the show notes. Yes. As of today, we have 50 members. Yay! Wow, that was fast. Congrats! <laughs> I just noticed that today. We're growing up so fast. Yeah. Or, or we have a lot of friends. <laughs> yes. Who we it can be two things. <laughs> <laughs> it's never a bad thing when you have so many friends. Yeah. Yay, friendship! <laughs> it's Facebook friendship. It's just like the real thing, only more yeah. personal. <laughs> Aww. And more stalkering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in Twitter they call it following. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's only stalking if you follow them on Foursquare, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, because then they're then they're saying, "Here, here I am. If you want to abduct me, here I am." Exactly. It's mutual, Stalkies. mutually benefit beneficial for stalkers and the stockies. <laughs> <laughs> We're just making up words tonight. So what's our homework for next week? Our homework is key decisions. So let's thank our lovely guest, Tabs. Thank you, Tabs. Thank you, you, Tabs. It was an honor. And I'm sure we'll be seeing more of you soon. I think I'll be back for a couple more episodes. Maybe. If you you know. Yeah. Well, you're always welcome. You you (laughs) are technically our boss, so you're technically always allowed. No, yeah. I'm not a boss. I'm more like a evil overlord. <laughs> I'm doing the same thing. Prefer that title. <laughs> <laughs> Network executive. <laughs> oh no no no, John. That you're right. That's the same thing as an evil overlord. Yeah, Rudolph Murdoch has nothing on me. Let's just say that. <laughs> oh, damn. I think after three seasons of you talking about the show, it's going to be canceled. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you going to cut down our 22 episodes second season into 18, too? Yes, definitely. We Because the 
the money behind making a podcast show just isn't coming in the way I would like it to. So, <laughs> but in in the in like a few years, you'll let us do a a, a video recording, right? No, what we're going to do is we're going to pretend like we're going to have a movie, and then it will never happen. I have faith. No, you guys, I swear it's totally happening. <laughs> I have totally faith this time. <laughs> and then we'll talk about special... Then we'll talk about spinoffs that may happen, but they and never, then never do. Right. But that's just to drive DVD sales, so exactly. it'll be fine. Meanwhile, I'll often be rich and successful... Exactly. <laughs> Except for Alia Shawkat, who's a really good actress, but just doesn't get enough work. Doesn't mm. get as much work as she should. Who's that? Agreed. She plays Maybe. Oh, okay. She's only been, like, guest star roles. Mm-hmm. I'm really bad with actors' names. She's really good in Whip It. Yeah, she yeah, was she... really good in Whip It. Mm-hmm. Okay. I enjoyed her as the best friend. <laughs> Alright. So, let's all say goodbye. One, two, three. Goodbye. Okay, now I got it. Now I've got whippets stuck in my head. Thanks a lot. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's exactly what happened last week. My dad opened the door and I was like, I'm recording! Like any normal TV. So ashamed. <laughs> My daughter's a nerd. I'm podcasting. That's what they're calling it nowadays. <laughs> is it? It is what they're calling. That's what it's always been called. I do podcast a lot. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. <laughs> oh. I got nothing for that. Sorry. Yeah. No, well, no one's going to top that. All right, I bustered you guys. Yay. Dear, oh, let's not make that a word. <laughs> oh, so you, only you guys can make up words? Yeah. Steal yeah, my John. quote. I can't make up words. This sucks. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I screwed it. We get, up, we get off on being withholding. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. We're women. That's just how we are. <laughs> Who were once teenage girls and are teenage girls. Sorry, I'm the nag of the podcast. <laughs> Buzzkill. Somebody yeah. you're our guide, not our nag, our guide. Yeah. You're, the M- you're the MC. You're the nagavator. Yeah, I I'm the nagavator, I'm not the MC.